0: Welcome to the Weird Science Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Shade. You're listening to the podcast where comedians talk about all things weird about science. Today's topic. What's that sound? Everything you've ever known falling apart.
1: Oh, okay. So the sound is my life. Yes. Yeah. Nice.
0: Anything you ever believe in, we're going to talk about the sound that it makes. Interesting. Sound resonance. And it's key to the... uh, understand in existence
1: okay makes sense yeah i'm really Um, into this topic
0: yeah when i when i i i I have been following some things on sound resonance sacred geometry and then i started reading about something i thought well that'd be a good topic and it had no idea they would collide sure and i'm just so excited so they did uh, and they caused uh, waves they did they did uh, at a certain frequency certain hertz per
1: second nice
0: and uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, it's de- it's December. It's the mm-hmm. it's the holiday season. December. Uh, don't 5th? be fooled 6th? by the crack of that
1: beer. <laughs> that's a that's a non-alcoholic beer. If you want to sponsor. Oh, there you go. I'm drinking a seltzer. Um, I drank my last beer so last yeah, night. So yeah. Uh, but I did just
0: buy these up the street and I, I bought a uh, I bought a load of Christmas candy. Nice. To celebrate St. Nick. We celebrate St. Ni- we also celebrate Christmas.
1: And I don't even know what Saint Nicholas is. Saint
0: Nicholas is the OG Santa Claus. Sure, he yeah. is the Catholic saint who gave kids, poor kids, mm-hmm. always the poor kids. It was the poor kids he gave uh, gold coins
1: and okay. chocolate to. Did he wear blue or red? I don't know that he. I don't know that he was known hmm. as as a color person. Okay, because my uh, my mom brought me a Santa Claus from Russia and it's wearing blue, and I was like, that's weird. Hmm. It's Like.
0: He was not. He 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 was Russian. He was Russian. Was
1: he really? I think I think so. He's European.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you put your shoe, your shoes, not your socks. Oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. By the fireplace, right?
1: Yeah. And then, then they, they put a, the gold coins put, in your shoes. Yeah. Right. And, and so, if they're chocolate, you got a bunch of mess in your. Now, shoes. You just got stick your foot in. someone's shit. Yeah. Mm, I love Christmas morning. Delicious in my
0: shoe. So I had to buy. I bought. I bought Skittles candy canes and I bought Starburst
1: candy canes. Okay. Those are pretty cool. You know, skills are banned in most countries. Good. I mean, they're probably. I don't eat them. They're terrible for you. Yeah. yeah, there's like some crazy drug in there that like I, that, European countries are like, nope, sorry.
0: Yeah, it's funny. European countries in California. Yeah, yeah. I feel th-
1: like they're onto something. Yeah. Um, losers. Yeah. I uh, wish I would have known about that because there's like tons of colors that are banned in food dyes because they cause like ADHD and yeah. shit. Yeah. I was like just drinking the no, food dye when I was a kid and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, we need to get on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, we do. So
0: uh yeah, so I bought that I bought, Little Debbie, by the way, makes a oh, great Christmas They steak. do, yeah. Little yeah, Christmas tree-shaped mm-hmm. snack. love those. Little Debbie's are great. And then the worst of them, I bought two things that all my kids adore, but I adore them more. And one is uh green and red spice drops. It's oh, really? Old school candy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're listening, you don't know what that is. It is the shit. Just a little, I don't know if I ever had chewy, them. gummy green and red, kind of a cinnamon and a spearmint. Hmm. And they're like, they're spi- They're so bad. Okay. Yeah. They're like, like my grandmother had them. <laughs> right. I love them. And the other thing, it's also a throwback are those butter cookies that come in a tin.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are good. Like the shortbread cookies. Yeah. They're like little shortbread mm-hmm. butter cookies, Danish butter so cookies. So good. Oh, man. Yeah. I God. love how, like, we try, well, most people maybe try hard most of the year and then when november hits people are like all belts and bets are off we're just oh, hitting it hitting yeah. it hard yeah i
0: really went heavy on I, I i'm trying to like i lost a lot of weight cuz i quit drinking i noticed you're and, looking uh, better good job and then but i'm about i'm i'm just prepping for the season yeah yeah right <laughs> you're just
1: purge oh, before the yeah, storm. yeah you got
0: you to you you <laughs> fast before you feast that's, that's right. what i believe all uh, right and speaking of dutch cookies mm. uh did you know that the Netherlands owned Indonesia or not when I say owned it.
1: Yeah. It was kind of like the way British owned co- India. It was, yeah, a, there colony, was a colony. Right? It was a, yeah, there's a lot of genocide a and colonized. fun stuff. There. Yeah. It
0: was Yeah. Did you know mm-hmm. that I, did I, I did, did? I did. Yeah.
1: I did not. Yeah.
0: They were, they did some real brutal stuff. Yeah, they did. Um, and, and the reason I bring that up is because the beginning of our story begins there in Indonesia okay. in Maya, no Java, Java, okay, Java. Um, and I, and I, you know, I don't know where to begin this story. This topic could, in fact, probably be not only multiple episodes; it could probably be a podcast. Oh shit! In and of itself, okay. if one wanted to have a very niche podcast, I think it's a very interesting sound, topic. Weird
1: Sound Podcast,
0: um, yeah. And, and and but the story begins in in Java, Indonesia, where in the nineteen, I think fourteen ish, a colonist, so an Indonesian you know, person who was mm-hmm. subject to the the Dutch crown, mm-hmm. discovered in Java a remains, an ancient remains, yeah. and was pretty struck by it, the scope and scale of it, wrote to Holland and said, hey, I think I found something important. Mm. They sent a team, looked it over, did soil samples, carbon dating, all the, the best practices of the day, determined that this was not that different than other archaeological sites in the area. We don't see any fossils, any sort of anything interesting. Pretty standard old stuff. Yeah, they're like, okay. So that's chapter one of this. Okay. So then Indonesia fights for its independence. It gains its independence. And in the 70s, people are exploring the Indonesian jungles, which are vast. You know, it's very, very – And they stumble across – Well, actually, locals said, you should go see the – the old palace. Oh, right. So they knew about it. And they're it. like, okay, well, let's go take a look. And these these people find it. And they're like, well, this seems mm. odd. So they start looking into what is now called Ganung Padung. Oh, yeah. I've heard Ganung of this place. Ganung Padung. And uh, it's a very interesting story in its a right. And again, we could spend episodes talking about it because what they found, and I'm summarizing a long, mm-hmm. uh, difficult, and storied history in, in many ways they started to realize that this was what what had been discovered was the top tier of a massive pyramid. Okay. A, a paradigm-shifting pyramid. Because each time they got further down, it got older and older and older as they did. Oh, like they kept building on top of it. Correct. Mm. And so uh and and eventually they dug further down and they you know did testing and they're like well it's it's just like you know this is 1000 to 1500 years old or or 2000 like 500 BC then they were like oh no no this is like 1500 2000 oh, okay. and 5000 and then like 10000 BC
1: and how do they figure that out cuz you can't carbon date the stone, but you can carbon date the soil, soil around, and things it. around it yeah. Okay,
0: and 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 But carbon dating is only one method that is now uh, uh, used. As they went down, they also started to find things that should not be there. Mm. Um, One, they're finding uh, essentially cinder block walls. And the cinder Mm -hmm. uh, in between the blocks, so the mortar, if you will, the cement, was uh, various things, including iron smelt. Oh, and they were like well that is does, that doesn't work out because the iron age was six thousand years later so how was this even how are yeah. they smelting iron uh, the, the the architecture was stunning they found coins they found tradable coins five to six thousand years prior to what they ever thought oh, the wow. first money ever came okay. about crazy uh, mm. they found jewelry they found tools they found they were like this like and this is as they went further down they started to find these things oh, and we're wow. like like this and in fact that the the earliest chamber they found which is probably the bottom is pre-ice age. Oh, wow. So we didn't really think humans. We knew we don't know exactly when humans started to civilize as we we thought about them. But we we thought it was after the last ice yeah. age.
1: Yeah, you know Graham Hancock is stoked right now. No,
0: he's, he's, <laughs> yes. He's like, hey, yes. Uh, I feel I like all he ever does is like, I told you guys so. Like, you know, like mm. once you're proven right, like eventually it must get yeah, old to be absolutely. like, yeah, I told once you so. Once again, yeah. Um, so they found all this stuff and they were like, mind blowing. And the reason why this story is much longer is because, as we've talked about in other times, archaeologists didn't like this. Because it was so fundamental. It basically yeah. says most of you were wrong. Yeah, you got to rewrite your books. Yeah. Everything you've said is wrong, and people are protective of their their research. So they, they've they spent a long time trying to shut it down. Uh, it became a huge thing for Indonesia. The president had a helicopter pad like installed at the site so he could oh, check crazy. on the progress. It was a big deal. And... Then, then the Indonesian president uh, ran out of terms, and so a new president came on. He shut down the site, sided with the archaeologists that really wanted the money, and to protect all their their That's legacy. Wack. And so it's 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 got a really cool history of its own. Mm-hmm. What I found interesting is that at one point, everyone's coming and being like, "We want to. We have a theory. We want we want to look here. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to fit this into our thing." Some guys came by. We want to test the sound resonancy of the stones.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So what they want to do, and so uh, uh, pause for a second and just talk a little bit about, we're going to talk a lot about sound, but let's just start with like the idea that everything has a vibration to it. We don't hear it because the human ear only hears a certain frequency of Mm vibration. It's pretty wide range, but it's not nearly as wide as the entirety of sound. Right, right. And
1: also a lot of the sounds that we might hear are being blocked by other sounds bouncing off each other so have you heard of those places that are like deep underground they're like quietest places on oh, earth they they say it's it's
0: it'll drive you mad because yeah, you hear your like uh, you, you, blood flowing oh, and shit yeah, it's like it's brutal blue, so blue, yeah. Blue. yeah so be happy you blue. only hear Thanks. so much um so th- there's this idea and and people like to test the residency of certain stones um it has some real important uh real world practical implications for things like bridge building and engineering sure. a, have a concept of of sound residency so these guys are like we're interested in testing the sound residency uh we've heard from the townspeople that the name Padung, means like enlightened one or enlightenment okay. so like we it's a meditative space and we have this theory going on about uh, sound frequency and enlightenment and meditation mm-hmm. okay so they they start testing the stones and what they find is that they're emitting an extremely high extremely audible sound frequency Oh, right? just Once by get, sitting there or by hitting them. No, no. They're they so uh everything emits a sound and oftentimes when that sound is emitted uh other things will tune to it. That's how tuning forks work. It's called sympathetic oh. tuning. You oh, will, interesting. Okay. You will resonate with something else that's resonating the same frequency. Okay. Um, they're doing this, I think, by lowering down into the, the different methods they had burrowed into the bottom mm-hmm. to, to find stuff and look okay. around in cameras. They were lowering stuff in there and, and measuring the resonancy of these okay. blocks of the walls right. of just the general structure. Yeah, yeah. And they found that, like, like many ancient places we think that there is a high, like an auditory level of resonance in these these things. Wow, And, and that was mind-blowing to me as I read this because sort of parallel to this, and I did not realize that the two things were connected. I had been like binge watching these sound resonance videos, which I don't know if you've seen them, but I don't know why they fascinate me. But it's like you take a metal plate oh, yeah, and these. you put sand on it and you strike a, a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. So that's for those listening, like we're talking a certain megahertz per second or certain Hertz per second. Yeah. Um And you do that. And not only will there be a hum, but the sand will organize into a pattern.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. Looking. It's like a, it's, it's like a Rorschach test almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in each one, each, each, <laughs> uh, frequency has a different pattern. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, and like it was this idea of visualizing sound, mm-hmm. and the reason I think that I was fascinated by it, and, and if you haven't uh, taken the time, just go YouTube, like, you know, these sound resonance patterns, and you'll you'll watch it. Is it some of them remind me of, um, those those shapes that are often uh, worshipped, in some sense. Mm. Um, so there's these these various shapes, sacred shapes that people say. Mm-hmm. Have existed uh, throughout history, going way, way back, and they appear in religious symbols, and they appear in, in even like ancient uh, cloths. You would see like a, a, okay. a geometric pattern, mm-hmm. and these things are like these sacred shapes that people. Okay. And a lot of times, those sounds look like the yeah. sacred geometry yeah. that, that you that you see and. In, in, Nowadays, you find wherever you buy crystals. Right. Like yeah. There'll yeah. Be a yeah. You may have a
1: tapestry behind your wall that looks like this. Yeah.
0: If you do, I'm not. No judgment. Uh, you know what? I would have judged you a couple weeks ago. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. you might, might uh, be onto um, some. Uh, the, so the reason that this is all related is because there are certain frequencies that throughout history have been particularly important. They're important to us. Mostly because it's how like music and things like that work. Is right. Music is tuned to a certain frequency that is most likely to elicit feelings in humans. So, like right. when you when you when you hear a sad song, sad music, you think, well, it's just it, that's the
1: style. Like,
0: no, no, it's actually <laughs> frequencies, right? Yeah, that are known to bring out yeah. certain emotions in humans. Right? Yeah. And are
1: you going to discuss? Uh, forgive me if so. The uh change of our frequency of music well let's talk about that okay
0: because i was definitely going to bring it up we did a whole episode on this one of my favorite conspiracies which is that the natural music uh, frequency is 432 Mm -hmm. Um, you can find uh the late great artist prince speaking passionately about why music should be tuned to 432 Mm -hmm. it was changed during the the nazi era germany Possibly because German brass bands and the music that Germans tuned to, they were mm-hmm. trying to sell to American jazz bands, and so there was a financial reason yeah. for it. But but the theory is that we got tuned a little bit up, and it's a tune that is is more dissonant and makes yeah. us angry and a little bit agitated and yeah. all sorts of things.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, there is a natural uh, sound that we're supposed to be living by. I think and yes. we're just a little off. A
0: little off. Yeah. Doesn't take a, It doesn't take much. No. I mean, uh, I mean sound dissonance if you want to think about it um which is everybody has seen at least uh a movie version of sound dissonance Mm. which is when the woman cracks the glass
1: with oh with singing with singing
0: yeah yeah right i mean you're 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 essentially the glass has a frequency and you're hitting it with a frequency that bounces in it in it uh it essentially causes that glass to shatter it right. itself because it's ringing at the wrong frequency. Okay. Sometimes when magicians do it, you'll see them spin it and get it, you know how the glass. Will oh yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's, that's it's natural. natural state. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Resonance. And you're hit. Usually you start that little thing and then you hit it with a, mm-hmm. with a wave that, just close to it. And it cracks it. Is
1: that how they brought down the walls of Jericho?
0: Well, probably so with a hmm. sound weapon, Interesting. which by the way, we've also talked about, uh, uh, DARPA developed a sound weapon yeah. that was so deadly that it's basically, even the government was like, no, we can't, yeah, no. we can't do that. Um, so yeah, I think sound, okay, here's an example okay. of how powerful sound can be. Um, there's a bridge in Tacoma, Washington suspension bridge. Oh, yeah. It was, I think the third largest it's, it's on its second iteration. It's first iteration. Uh, there's strong winds cause it's mm-hmm. not far off the coast and, the winds were blowing and it started creating a sound that resonated with some of the building structure. Yeah. And it essentially destroyed and there's the video bridge. of this. There's video. Yeah, of this. it's wild. Wow, yeah. There's people
1: like running on the bridge and yeah. it's just like torquing, like it's yeah, twisting and back it's, and forth and going up yeah. and down. It's insane.
0: It's insane and and tragic in some sense, but but it also is shows you the power of sound resonance and sound dissonance if you yeah. can if you can you could bring down buildings, oh, if yeah, you yeah. could tune in their frequency and then interrupt that in such a way it causes that it's I don't know if anybody uh when you tune a guitar and you're tuning strings, you're you're trying to get those strings to align the yeah b- yeah. And b- when you before you get there, there's a weird you hear that weird dissonance. And it's that dissonance at an amplified way that can cause these just buildings to destroy yeah. or bridges to collapse. It's and they very made, powerful. Yeah.
1: And they like we, we did that uh, boat tour in Chicago and they're like, oh, see that building right there? They built it and then they, uh, everyone in the building kept getting sick because it was vibrating weird. So they had right. to put a hole in the building. They had to like, they're like, oh, we got to create this wind tunnel so that it doesn't vibrate like that. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. I think. I, my eyes have been sort of open to how much sound vibration plays a real role in just like your everyday day-to-day life. Sure. You know, and like if we were to trace most mass sicknesses or just anything where something really bad has happened to a lot of people, mm-hmm. unexplicably, we would probably be able to locate some electromagnetic interference or something that was causing vi- – people might have reported vibrations or hearing a hum or a buzz mm-hmm. – you might've seen birds or animals acting weird. Like oh, that yeah. is a huge precursor to like mass fatalities in this. Yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the heart of all of this are these now nine frequencies or originally six ancient frequencies that make up our musical scales. Okay. Uh, the solfeggio solfeggio frequencies. Hmm. Um, the way that most people have probably ever experienced them is in like ancient Gregorian chants.
1: Oh yeah, that nineteen ninety like, CD. Yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah. The, Hell yeah yeah.
0: Pure moods. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So like
1: they they their chants are in
0: one of six frequencies. One of and uh, and those are the original basis for all of our music. Oh. Later, somebody discovered more, and so sure. there are these nine frequencies, and and the the. Gist of all of it is that these frequencies play a role in basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that is wacky numerology, and if you go on, you can find people that will take any of those numbers, make it work, for what and they make want. it work for everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, it'll yeah. make it make sense for everything. Uh, I don't, you know, I mean, we'll talk about five two eight in a second, but you know, five two eight is a very very important number for a lot of reasons. Oh, okay. Um you know that's why there's uh that's why there's that many many feet. You know, there's 5280 feet in oh. a mile is all based upon okay. this magic number. Hmm. It plays a role in some ancient mathematical theories. Um uh I think phi, oh, phi yeah. and, and, and and pi. They're all related. So it is it is an important number. Most of these frequencies are I have not confirmed this, but I think if you were to tune, do that tuning to these, mm-hmm. they would be circles. Oh, sure. Okay. Because they're in tune. Yeah. In, in, to some degree, they're these s- steps right. in the scale. So it's kind of As like. As opposed to being like a yeah, crazy does, shape. Yeah. Like a shape of like every, you know, I think yeah. they're all just different size circles. I think. Okay. Somebody can check me on that, but I could not find anything to, to say I was wrong. Um so, the Gregorian chants and uh, the musical scale that we know. Now, people also ascribe to each one of these things the ability to heal oh, yeah. various parts of the I've body. Heard of this, yeah. So, you can go on. And, and here's the two most important ones. This is okay. the first one, just so you okay. can hear the frequency okay. we're talking about. You ready? Yep. Feel, feel
1: good? Yeah, it's like going to the ear doctor.
0: Okay. All right. It's
1: happening on this side.
0: It's crazy what a one. A hertz is a is a beat per second. Okay, we can hear between twenty beats and twenty thousand. Twenty's real. You, you probably wouldn't hear either one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you ready for? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is five twenty eight. Okay. Those are the frequencies that that. Uh, are the two most important. We'll talk about okay. why that is. Okay. Now,
1: I like the first one better.
0: Yeah, you like that one better. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, uh, that's what uh, Prince thought all music should be tuned okay. to. I like that, that one better. That, that note, that that frequency. Uh five twenty-eight and four thirty-two show up all over ancient sites when you test the resonance of
1: some of the ancient structures. Okay. I saw recently that some of the uh, pyramid bricks ring the same way.
0: That's right. In fact, the Great Pyramid has sound chambers which are tuned to this exact stuff. So like, they echo very strange, but also they resonate at certain Mm. frequencies. It has led to an entire branch of uh, paranormal science. It's probably the nicest way to say it, where people believe that sound energy powered up much of the ancient world, mm. which as ludicrous as that sounds. It kind of makes sense. Right? It sort of makes sense. I mean, it, I think that if, if you could imagine the generation of energy to just be simply getting something to move,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Whether that's a, a windmill or a, hydroelectric generator or a mill sound can make stuff vibrate yeah yeah and so if your head you're like oh well if it will vibrate i can get it to turn generators or i can get it right yeah i can can, all i need is a little bit of movement and i can use engineering to transfer movement the direction i need right yeah right your engine spins a different way than your car wheels complete opposite way oh yeah what is that thing
1: called that switches it
0: I don't know. Uh, the transmission. Differential. Differential.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. Uh, so, you know, like like energy can be transferred. There'll be some loss. But sure. from movement, so when I think about a tuning fork, I mean, everybody's, if you can tune a fork and hold it to a glass and make it explode, well, there's energy in that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if people tried to harness the energy of sound tuning and vibration mm-hmm.
1: To do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. It's it's a it's a readily available resource to us. Yeah, we can make it with just by ourselves.
0: And I mean, if we go back to where you know we began, which is in this pyramid-like structure that seemingly at the bottom dates from far mm-hmm. further back than we thought. Even humans, or at least creatures. I'm not even gonna say humans because they may not be humans. Right? Who knows? That uh, we thought they would have this kind of technology, like iron smelt and mm-hmm. gold coins and jewelry and things it's like well then we'll, then maybe we are just completely wrong about everything
1: yeah i would think we would be right and this is one thing too that kind of ties into the pyramids in egypt is and all over the world is they find that the older they go in the structure the better built it was it's like we were just building on top of these things making our best guess as people who lost the technology and were are like well this thing was always here. Maybe we should try to do this. And we just use primitive ways that we build on top. So, like, that would kind of explain why you would have more advanced stuff at the bottom. And then maybe there was the cataclysm or something that wiped people right. out, and then we came back, and we're like, oh, yeah. oh we should we should try to do this right. on our own. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Because
0: I try to think about it in modern terms of if our world was decimated, mm-hmm. And I mean everything. I don't mean sure. I don't mean Katrina, at New Orleans after
1: Katrina. I mean like like all Starbucks are gone.
0: Go, everything's gone, and it's buried underneath. The general world is buried underneath. Let's say thirty feet of mm-hmm. mud flood from a from a just catastrophic yeah. global shift. Well, the things that are going to stick out are going to be. Tall structures, mm-hmm. our tallest buildings, our pyramids, our things that are
1: things that are made and, of rock versus yeah, metals and things like that that degrade over and time. And so
0: you're gonna, you're gonna. So people might end up being drawn back to, well, look, there's something we can, right? In, we can live in, and some people might go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think you know, I think it would make sense, and and it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if under New York City is a, a once, oh yeah, complex place. Probably not. Never know. Uh, North America was pretty amazing before we got here. So maybe, yeah. maybe, but but the central Central America certainly was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who knows where these these hmm. pyramids form? But maybe this site is just one that's just built over millions of hmm. years of intelligent life on this right. planet. Yeah. And maybe those locations, as we've talked about, with some sacred locations, are there in a particular place for a particular reason. We have talked prior to uh, another temple in not not too far from here. I don't know is it a crow fly. I don't know Asia. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know how far it is. But in that case, that temple was perfectly situated to take advantage of several uh, like gravitational fluctuations that allowed them to like, for example, like the Earth the, the, the Earth kind of has a yeah, wobble. A wobble yeah. And they, they they aligned it to sort of study the wobble. They had notations in their walls. Mm. And, the, and the, the the astronomy or the, the, the place itself was really, really tied in with the one place on the earth that this astronomy would kind of work. Mm. Okay. And there's a lot of temples like that. Yeah, right? yeah. They're yeah. not just, we think of them like, well, why is it there? Well, maybe it's there because it's like one place on this planet where at certain times of year you can see something which is really, really critical.
1: Yeah yeah absolutely star patterns star charts things like that um it is interesting sometimes they shift like you said the earth has a wobble but we've also moved and they can kind of realize this certain certain temples were built to look at a certain star but because it doesn't see it through the door like it used to they know the earth has shifted this much since this place was built it's like right. another way to date things uh, yeah. based on where stars were which is pretty cool
0: that is weird maybe yeah maybe over time the earth has just shifted into a less hospitable Planet, Mm. I mean, like, I global warming is real. I Mm -hmm. want y'all to know that. (laughs) But perhaps, maybe, what's happening is over every this cycle is just the Earth's tilt and that wobble. I mean. We're talking about tiny little bit, yeah, but, but maybe that tiny a little bit changes our growing season. Makes we, we oh yeah, we Absolutely. get a lot of humans, and then we lose a lot of humans, and then we gain
1: be. a lot of humans, and we maybe that cycle is millions upon millions of years yeah. old. I mean, just in our life, we're I'm getting notices on Reddit all the time that uh, certain uh, planting zones have changed this year. They and have I guess constantly happens, but yes. it's like that's just proof right there that things are shifting and changing.
0: Yeah, North Carolina just got a. Well, Raleigh,
1: North Carolina, just got a big bump. Oh, really? Are we in tropical zone yeah. yet? Can I start keeping no, my plants but it, outside?
0: But, uh, I saw my my gardening friends who said, like, if you've been gardening as a zone three, mm-hmm. we're officially a zone. Is that right? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know what we were, but I know it's I mean, three different. went down
0: deep into Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I think. When I was a kid. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but, yeah, the summers are hot as shit.
0: Yeah, but the growing season so our winters are so mild. Yeah. I mean everyone talks about the hot summer and I'm always like the mild winter, I'd rather
1: Yeah, it's a good trade-off. Cuz you can um, stay inside in air conditioning. Not even think about it. I'd rather have
0: honestly, I'd rather have a permanent Today was perfect. Yeah, it's nice. You like a 50s or you like a 60s? I like a
1: 60s, but 50s aren't bad.
0: What's your what's your ideal high and low for the day?
1: Ooh, hmm. Ideal high and low. Overnight, probably fifties. No, probably overnight sixties. That's a really seventies. Yeah.
0: That's a warm overnight. Yeah. Cause I, sleep cold. Yeah.
1: But I like the windows open. I want the windows open. Oh, we have the windows open when it's 40s. Jesus Christ. We're 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 fucking yeah. Vikings. I grew up in South Dakota. This is nice. I need it warm. Um, well,
0: I I thought today I think high forties, mid fifties are great.
1: Mid fifties are good if I'm doing yard work, I love mid fifties. Um,
0: okay. Uh, okay. What I want to do uh, is just sort of drive to the end of this is I want to read you two quotes. Okay. I'm going to tell you who said the quotes, but I'm not going to tell you which one they said. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and the two people uh, span a, a, a vast amount of time, a few thousand years. Both are extremely well ne- known. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the first is
1: Pythagoras. Oh yeah, I've heard him. Uh, Pythagoras' theorem, even though apparently that existed thousands of years before him.
0: The, the Central Americans knew about <laughs> yeah, it for, yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he gets he gets the name uh, credit. Uh, and then the other one is uh, Tesla, or ah, if yes. you prefer, Nicholas mm-hmm. Tech Tesla, mm-hmm. uh, this patron saint uh, of this day. Uh, so I'm going to read you each one. Okay. And then I want you to try to guess which one is said which. Okay. The universe is a sympathy, symphony of vibrating strings. We are nothing but melodies. And through the vibration of these strings, we are interconnected with everything in the universe. Okay. That's the first quote. Mm-hmm. Each celestial body, in fact, each and every atom, produces a particular sound on account of its movement, its rhythm, or vibration all these sounds and vibrations form a universal harmony in which each element while having its own function and character contributes to the whole okay so which one do you think was pythagoras i think
1: the first was pythagoras cuz it was more poetic sounding yeah, the symphony the, of vibrating yeah, strings gave yeah, it away yeah i was like that sounds like an old dude yeah. wearing a wearing a toga man that was tesla nice Tesla's guess, wow,
0: Nicholas Tesla said that that through the vibration of these strings, we are interconnected with everything in the universe. He was a poet, too. 3,000 years after Pythagoras said, All these sounds and vibrations form a universal harmony in each element while having its own function and character contributes to the whole.
1: Okay, I guess that makes sense as Pythagoras because he's a science guy. He's like, Here's the facts, he's Jack. The math. He's a math guy. Yeah, uh, he was
0: also, uh, Pythagoras also developed his own Pythagoras tuning, you know, which is the octaves. He discovered that like you can cut something in a half and you can make an octave. And, uh, he, he learned how to tune instruments and things. And he was, he was a pretty big proponent of sound vibrations and their importance to everything that we do. Interesting. Uh, he believed that, that each planet, every celestial body had its own resonance, which in fact he was correct. Oh, okay. Uh, Interestingly enough, Saturn, the planet, resonates five hundred and twenty eight hertz. Yeah, I've
1: heard Saturn has a yeah, five hundred and twenty-eight. Yeah. Is that what the other one was you were talking about? That's four to Oh, okay. We resonate at eight. Just eight?
0: It's seven point eight. Okay. But we resonate at eight oh, hertz. Okay. Um and you could you you can you not only could, you should be tuned to that. If you're out of tune with nature, how do I measure that? I don't know how you measure
1: the resonance of a human. I'm sure it can hmm. be done. I know for watches it's called a time grapher. You just put a watch on a thing and it measures the frequency. I wonder if I could put my finger on well, that But, thing?
0: but I, I think the idea is maybe it's computers that are screwing us up. They oh, certainly maybe. probably resonate yeah. at something different than… Probably. I, think it, I, th- I find it fascinating that in the span of 3,000 years from Pythagoras to Nikola Tesla that this idea of sound frequency pops back up and it Mm -hmm. pops back up over and over again. Right. Uh, And all sorts of really, really accomplished scientists run up against this idea that that vibration and sound are incredibly important to our understanding of both the world we live in, but maybe the, the very essence of reality.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that kind of speaks to what we have talked about before—is like tuning into a different reality or a different uh, space next to us. It's like how you have multiple um, uh, worlds or universes live on top of each other, but you just—they're not detectable to us because they vibrate. Right, because they're vibrating at a different in our range of visible. Because
0: sound waves are also visible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one reason why these sand makes these certain shapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so because it's a wave pattern Mm -hmm. and, and, and so in some sense, uh, I think that these ancient sites and the sound frequency that resonates amongst all of us into the natural world, I think it's probably the most promising area of paranormal study that I can imagine happening. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because as much as I like to talk about unidentified aerial phenomena, once we all accept that those are real, that there are some intelligent life, to me the question is like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with
1: that. Yeah,
0: I'm ready to go to the next question, which is like, what is this flying rock that we're on? Yeah. Like, what is the real, what is the nature of reality? Because I think those intelligent life forms know. They might. Yeah, they might. Which is why I've said before, I think if if the idea for someone like my mother-in-law, who I love, uh, if the idea is like, well, there's aliens here, but we still believe in God and we go to Mm -hmm. church and there's still football on Sundays and nothing changes, then I think she's like fine. Yeah, yeah. I think if she's like, yeah, there's aliens and they're way, way smarter than us. And they're basically telling us that, like, it's like your parents telling you that Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, if they're going to be like, okay, you guys are tuned to this frequency, and if we just do this, your mm. world collapses. And we're yeah. like, oh, 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 great. oh okay. Great. So we, we, <laughs> we are ants in your yard. Yeah. We, the, the colony's gotten too big, and now we just need, you just are, like, pouring gas on us and being like, we can kill you, but or you could just maybe go away. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel it is. You know, and, yeah. and so like that, that makes sense. And maybe that sound frequency, it may be the, you know, one thing that it reminds me of in a sort of Greek god sort of way is there's some ancient god. Well, it's a pretty common story mm-hmm. where the destruction of the planet, the flood, which most cultures have a mm-hmm. flood story, it's oftentimes just man is too loud, right? Like the gods yeah. are just like, oh gosh,
1: like stop vibrating.
0: Like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I got to go deal with man. Like just, <laughs> yeah. oh. And then then I like finally like I'm fucking sick of man. Tries to kill him and always you know kind of fails. Yeah, but, and maybe that's what we're going through is in in, in, a, in a metaphorical way. It's mm-hmm. like we've just gotten too loud. We're out of tune. Maybe we're 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 off, and that's causing a lot of the agitation and war and strife and everything that's. Mm-hmm. That we see building and rising is that that out of tune, yes.
1: And Earth has a frequency, so maybe yeah, maybe the issues causing it that are caused on Earth or by Earth or if by us to Earth, sure. are causing the Earth to vibrate at a different pace too. Yeah, so that's or a, a different pace off. or
0: free, you know yeah. all everything on this world resonates yeah. at a certain frequency. frequency, and it can all kind of be in tune, just the way that harmonics work, you, yeah. you know, but. Uh, we are nothing really but a vibrating string connected together, and and if one one of that gets out of tune, I think that you hear it just like you do with a guitar, yeah. where you're like, I'll never forget watching James Brown live. Someone was out of tune. Oh, yeah. it's an, it an entire band. And he's in the middle of a song. He's like, tune up your G-string! <laughs> and I was like, how can he hear that? Yeah, yeah. But it throws him off. But he could he could hear every note, every string, and he's yelling at one guy to tune up his G-string. Wow.
1: And crazy. Sure he was saying, pull up? Pull up your G-string. <laughs> pull that. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they had some um, outfits. So, you know, <laughs> the,
0: the, if everything's moving in symphony, it, it probably feels good. I mean, th- that's why. You can go by different things that are tuned to 432 and 528. Those two seem to be the most important two frequencies
1: for a lot of things in in the new age world. And 538 is what, Saturn? 528. Oh,
0: 528.
1: 532 is the the music
0: one. 528 is known as the love frequency. Mm -hmm. Love, not in the... um, Erotic way, but yep. in the sort Name of, of self love, sort of you know that that kind mm. of love and peace sort of way. Uh, there are lots of meditations, lots of chanting, and lots of meditative music. That that is the mm. calming. Now, I know that we are a science pod now, not a, not a uh, conspiracy pod, but there was a TED talk I listened to with a guy, and they found out that. Frequencies can affect things even microscopic. Mm. And so they designed an experiment that would resonate different frequencies under a microscope where they looked at human cells, mm. and they tried tens and thousands of them. Uh, and you literally, I mean, because it's five minutes, so you turn it yeah, to two noise. hertz, mm-hmm. wait five minutes, I don't see anything. Yeah. Uh, they kept doing this. Uh, and what they found eventually was that at certain hertz where they used a harmonic, so mm-hmm. a, a low and a high separated by, I think, 11 times, mm-hmm. which is uh, important. And so they, when they got that right, they could literally destroy human cells under a microscope. Wow. And Why are they using that for cancer?
1: They are. Oh, shit. So that's
0: what the talk oh. was about. Wow. Is that okay. they can pinpoint the resonance of cancer cells, and then they can blast them. With a certain frequency of sound and destroy them. Wow! How amazing! That's is cool. That, Hell right? Yeah.
1: Why is this not available yet?
0: Well, it's because it's highly experimental, mm. but uh, it it is a fascinating practical application. This idea that mm. that if we look back at all the ancient sites we've ever talked about, and there are people doing this work, that maybe those sites were built in places. I mean, you don't build it just for one thing if you're building it. 10,000 right. years ago. You're like, hey, this is close to water. It's convenient, but it's also situated where we can yeah. see the stars, so it's high up, and mm-hmm. it's it's got these properties. But maybe part of that was bringing in the right types of stone, tuning things to a certain way, mm-hmm. such that that they could play with this source of energy and power. Mm. Long, I mean, we don't even really understand this stuff now. I mean, yeah. maybe the... The theories on how the Stonehenge and the pyramids were built really do involve mm. some kind of sound energy that could levitate blocks and all the crazy stuff that people yeah. imagine.
1: Maybe. I mean, we have... Uh, I mean, you can go online and see. Uh, they have a device. It's basically sound waves that are levitating objects, objects. in space. I mean, they're very small objects, but it's proof of concept. But, yeah, I mean, it is possible. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, it's popped up in various ways. It's never... I've never gone so deep on the idea that certain sound frequencies can have health benefits yeah that's
1: interesting um yeah and like they, i said uh, earlier that cat purring one it's like what what let take a guess what i bet 432 you think cats purr yeah let me yeah let's
0: see i'm gonna say if 528 okay let me see cat
1: purr oh it's really low oh 25 to 150 we can wild. Barely, man, 20 is like the
0: very, very yeah. low
1: end of our range. That's wild. But I would guess that the one that's really 8,
0: 16, 32. I think it's probably in that range. The 32, 64 probably. Hmm. Uh, it's Well, yeah.
1: It says that researchers found a low-frequency hum of purring at 25 to 50 could stimulate muscles and even promote bone healing.
0: What the hell is going on with this?
1: I don't know. Why is no one telling us this? I shit? I know that's
0: what I'm saying. It's 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 this is the sound of everything I've ever believed. Sort of yeah. Over and over again, I found scientific evidence that that sound frequency mm. is critical to health. And yeah. I'm like, what are we? Yeah, what are we doing? Why aren't we talking about this? Yeah. Right. And it, clearly, it seems to me that ancient civilizations not only knew about it, but they they took it to the next level. And they're like, this is how we power our cities.
1: This is. Mm. This is the goal. That's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, we should start I bet we could make a lot of money if we sold uh, sold sound something? Yeah, you know, vibrators that vibrated at a certain, certain frequency and be like, this is for your health. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I think I think somehow we're becoming a weed podcast, <laughs> but I think somehow marijuana changes my frequency. Could be. I think right? that is it, that possible? I don't know. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think it's possible, or is
1: it just like when you get stoned, you listen to Dave Matthews, and then Dave Matthews is what changed your frequency. I don't listen to that. That does not help my frequency. Uh, no, that guy makes me. I don't know why. I don't know why. He, I don't, know why I hate I don't that like that guy it. so much. I know. You know, he was. He, his album came out right when I, I was a freshman in college, and I was like, I don't want yeah. to listen to this. That
0: shit makes me, it makes me mad. I'm feeling it. You just brought it up as And I'm like, yo, uh, lower that vibration. <laughs> I think so many people, he was a band that too many people I didn't like. Liked. Yeah. I, I don't mean yeah. specific people. I mean, Groups, a certain types of yes. people were just like, oh, love that. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, I want to fucking. Yeah. 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 I can deal with it. He, t- he 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 brings out the war in me. Yeah, and then he dumped all his poop in the river that one time from yeah. his RV. Um,
0: yeah, he he's he's always been a little on the. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, there are people in this world. Well, let me back up and say there are people in this world. Mm-hmm. Not that I think that they hear the sound frequencies very, much differently.
1: Mm. Than like people enough. see color different.
0: Yeah, some people. Um, I've often wondered how you know people with perfect pitch and things how they're act- what they're actually hearing. Mm. It's definitely not what I'm hearing.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and I feel like I can hear the change in notes, but I can't hear when somebody's really in or out of tune
1: with. Singing. Oh really? Hmm. Um, I I, would, I grew up in choir my whole life, so it's it can definitely I can definitely tell. I'm like yeah. ooh.
0: yeah. I can tell when I'm. When I'm out of tune, I can't tell how to get in. I don't.
1: Oh, you don't know how to sharp or flat yourself?
0: Yeah, not not well enough to really, hmm. to meet. Uh,
1: well, know. it's not a skill you need necessarily, you know?
0: It's a skill I'd like to have. <laughs> yeah, well, you can work on it. I mean, you can. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. So is you just got to put you, a finger in you, your ear and you, you think you can. Most of us think of singing as like something you're born with. I don't really think it's that way. No, it's like how people think you can learn anything. You can learn to sing. It's just at some point you're an adult and you're like, <laughs> yeah. can you sing? And you're just like, no, no. That's based on like <laughs> yeah. the shitty ass music teacher in fifth grade. Yeah. Who would, did you have that lady that just walked into your class in like fifth grade with the no. music box of toys and no, no. Sang. I mean,
1: maybe when I was like in kindergarten,
0: maybe. Yeah, we we didn't have a music teacher in elementary school but mm. she would come by to each class and do music for a couple hours okay. once a week yeah and she was a whack job <laughs> and of course like as like <laughs> eight nine year old boys we just were like cool we're not doing school yeah. work so we were being assholes. i'm sure so we always ended up being the percussion section mm-hmm. which is a bunch of rattles and shit yeah a <laughs> yeah. triangle and some yeah. weird stuff because if we're boys and at least we're banging on something yeah and everyone else and then we would sing and she would walk around and any kid that could sing, she would be like, You should try out for
1: chorus. Oh, interesting. And like, I never got the tap. Dang.
0: But I was also just jackassing
1: around. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know it was gonna affect your life.
0: I didn't at all. hmm I was even the lead in a musical in high school. Man. But I couldn't sing that great. Oh. Sometimes I could. Sometimes some nights people are like you were great tonight. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't
1: Were you just better than the previous night? And they're like, finally.
0: Mm-mm. it was all over the place
1: and it's tough yeah and i
0: remember looking backstage on an off night and the lead female who could sing was laughing at me oh no i was like, that's brutal oh, I'm never singing why again. did As they cast fact, you I'm never doing theater again yeah
1: what the hell why would they do that to you why'd they was someone punishing you no i think i was a really good actor
0: oh just a and bad I, singer. just a bad singer and sometimes i could really nail it yeah Hmm. And the teacher would work with me one on one. He'd be like, "That sounded great." And then I would I would get on stage and I. I hmm. Well, and I, you remember, know. I remember looking backstage and her and her, her friend were just like, they were mimicking like vomit. Oh, Sam! And I fucking, I never got on stage again. I was like the end of my.
1: Career. What's her name? Is she a patron? Probably.
0: She fucking knows me in the mens. Hope you, <laughs> <put those laughs> yeah, AA, bitch.
1: Yeah. Thanks for ruining
0: Justin's uh, life. Yeah, I was tenth grade. I was. Yeah, yeah. Little shop of horrors turned into a true shop <laughs> yeah. of horrors for me. Yeah, yeah. It crushed my dreams. That sucks. So that's. What I, but I think you grow up thinking you can't sing. That doesn't mean even if you can't sing or you can't hear these sounds, and you certainly don't. You probably experience the calming effects of certain uh, of these frequencies, mm-hmm. the the nine that are most important. You probably experience that many times in your life, whether that's. In some place where you feel calm and meditative, whether it's next to the ocean, that sort of you can feel that hum. Mm-hmm. You know, any place where you felt the steadiness, it's probably because there's a source of frequency there. Interesting. And I think that ancient people were probably, well, one, I think the earth was maybe quieter, and there was a certain... Mm-hmm. It, I mean, so much of Tibetan chanting, there's so much of this vibration in things in, into the Buddhist traditions... Mm-hmm. Uh, deep within the Hindu traditions, like so much of ancient life was built around this idea of these vibrations whether that's gong theory and oh, yeah, you know, banging something and then sinking yourself to that. Those were always at these same one of these nine frequencies. Yeah.
1: Wow, well, that's like when we were in Nashville and we were at the drum shop. Oh, the, <laughs> and the guy played the gong, and then no, what were we playing? He was playing the bowls or the gong, and then something crashed upstairs. We it was a parking the, deck, oh, the parking deck, and we thought the building was collapsing. It, it, Listen, I genuinely (laughs) thought he gonged the whole (laughs) building
0: around, and I was like, "This is this is fucking some shit." (laughs) But I do love the gong. Yeah, the gong's great. I mean, they've built gongs in some places that are—I mean, they're like four stories tall. Yeah, they're crazy, incredible. They just, yeah, and everyone shits themselves, and nobody knows why. So, yeah, if you're not doing well, get a cat. Get a cat, or or buy this. You you can get. YouTube night meditations that'll take mm. you through nine hours of oh, wow. these two frequencies, just in a very calming, pleasant sort of way.
1: And these are just, you can just listen to stuff like this on Spotify too, right? Yeah, It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, like binaural those, beats of the yeah. uh, Monroe tapes that I've listened. I haven't listened to in a while, yeah. but those, those are all certain frequencies.
0: Yeah. I think that's, I think that's right. I think you can listen to all these things. And the idea is it just like, you know, I think it will, will give you some calm. Mm-hmm. It'll It'll, it'll, you'll find yourself just more in rhythm with like, with life
1: yeah and, okay uh, i'm down okay i'm down to try it we should have made a tone for an hour after this we could have just left a tone left, on.
0: left just a i've been playing a tone yeah this yeah. whole time you didn't <laughs> notice
1: it. i didn't notice that's why my cats are freaking out i'm surprised maybe we do
0: have sound bombs but i guess i guess we do Oh yeah, I just, guess we do. Yeah, I mean, I've been to certain concerts. Pinch, as made popular by the Oceans Thirteen. Like, oh right,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a pinch is just electromagnetic. Yeah, EMP.
0: It's just a sound wave that just destroys everything,
1: right? Yeah, um, yeah. so you said uh, people become sympathetic; they vibrate sympathetically tor- towards other things. Mm-hmm. If we created a, a resonance chamber and just put our Entire body in it and blasted. Was it four? You said four thirty two. Yeah. And just blasted ourselves at four thirty two. Would that completely change our body? We can try. Yeah, we should build one. I mean, I bet someone's built that already.
0: I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet they're selling it on the internet. Hey, probably. I, 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 I was a problem with this when I got digging into this. You go searching for four thirty two or five twenty eight megahertz. Get ready to <laughs> yeah. get, get walked through the crystal <laughs> palace. Sure. It's just. It is. It is like the the vendors at a fish show. It's <laughs> yeah, fucking I'm like sure. who? Oh, stop! Uh, selling me this dumb shit. Yeah. A lot of people selling dumb shit. So don't get suckered into it. Don't event. do it. Don't don't sucker. I got a free tuning app off Google Play. There you go. And I just played four thirty two, and I yeah. felt
1: great. Could we just do eight? What well, you said we about? Bi- we vibrate at eight, right? Eight. The two. Earth does. Oh, what do we do? What do we?
0: Uh, I
1: don't
0: know. I think humans are about a
1: hundred. Okay
0: going to say a guess?
1: Uh, probably once. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll say one hundred fifty.
0: Yeah, what are we tuned to? What does it say?
1: Let me see. It says five hertz.
0: Well, that, that's why we can't hear ourselves. Oh, that's yeah. below. I oh, know. It
1: says, according to existing research, the natural frequency of a human standing body is 7.5.
0: Okay. So we're pretty close to the earth. Yeah. We're we in are. tune with the earth. Yeah. That, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Look at that. Plus, we're not dying. Yeah. So then, if we're 7.5, you would see we're like, you know, multiples, things that are divisible by 7.5, mm-hmm. like 15, 30, mm-hmm. 60, and 120, like those are all going to right around that is going to start to be cuz we're probably not 7.0 no, no.
1: and it changes whether you're sitting or standing Standing, it's like
0: just, but it's in that range there's going to be like you know it's just like tuning into a you know like 1 hertz difference is like uh, no, I'm into, oh yeah yeah you know so i don't think that everyone's i think 432 and 528 are just very very important okay. clearly pythagoras knew about them mm-hmm. Uh, many of his mathematical equations hinge upon those. Ancient sites knew about these frequencies. They used them. They built them into their very architecture. They might have used them as power sources. Hmm. Like the history of humanity is is a history of sound vibration. Mm -hmm. From uh, Pythagoras to Tesla understood that we're essentially just all part of the same orchestra being played. Hmm. We're all connected to the entire universe by sound vibration, well,
1: that's to me is a fundamental shift, and I could probably talk about that on an entirely yeah minute. that's cool that's interesting i'm I'm down with being part of the orchestra as long as that woman from your school isn't down there gagging herself uh,
0: that was that was a co that was a
1: student <laughs> yeah. the woman that really i guess hurt me was that uh,
0: if you guys had, I can't believe you didn't have a music teacher. Like I
1: think, we, like I said, I think we did like very young. Uh,
0: I, thought she, I thought she was a standard.
1: There was recorder people. Like they bring recorders. There
0: you go. Now you're getting, now you're getting
1: yeah, there. That was about it. But that was, that was in middle school, which was weird because that's, no, grade school. It was grade school.
0: She usually played a squeeze
1: box. Oh, nice, nice. Some kind of accordion, like. Was she a hobo? (laughs) I mean, a little, a little bit. With a bunch of, she was not what you
0: would call like a a normal person. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Wouldn't be like it was always a little bit, (laughs) yeah, of a weirdo. That's from multiple schools. Yeah, I I went to a lot of different elementary schools. They all the same woman. Was everyone, she, she, she was following she you. Was, maybe that was
1: my mom I was just going to say you might want to look my mom kept this. getting fired <laughs> yeah. as music teacher yeah, yeah. she kept wearing a yeah. uh, an outfit like Miss Kropopel or whatever her name was
0: I learned some great classic tunes from her though like uh, the fox went out on a chilly night she was always yeah. singing those kind of like oh yeah yeah those old ones yeah. those old the bingos <laughs> yeah um, farmer in the dell oh those are good yeah uh, yeah, that was that was music when I was a kid, and i huh. I think i've I think I wrote all music off and sound off.
1: I would too after that, because of that pain. And I'm I'm starting to get back. I'm like, oh, you know what?
0: Sounds where it's at.
1: That's right. I sing to myself all the yeah. time with I, m- Well, I, not to myself.
0: I want to go hear the whales sing off the 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 peninsula in California, oh, the Baja. That'd be cool. That's one of my dreams. Yeah. Hope I experience that in my lifetime. You probably could. Yeah, I, don't, I the the Northern Lights, mm-hmm. the whales and in, in, in Baja, those are okay. my two. Those are the two things I want to do. With, okay, before I pat. Okay, both related to electromagnetic sound. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interestingly enough, yeah. That's my final thought. Okay, I think, I think this is all very important. Probably going to talk about it again. Yeah, I may never stop talking about it. But, <laughs> so just
1: stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, my final thought. Uh. Change your frequency, change the world. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Kenneth yeah. yeah, ask Dan Rather. Uh, not good for that dude. No, he's probably still in jail, isn't he? I uh, hope so. All right.
0: Um, all right, well, look, yeah. this has been a very fun science. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Happy St. Nicholas Day. Yeah, happy holidays. Uh,
1: oh, you got any shows coming up? I do. I'm not on a show until uh, 17th. What's that one? Oh, 15th uh, in St. Louis.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, you and Mark Brady will be there.
1: Yeah, fifteenth, sixteenth, and then seventeenth. I'm coming back and doing your show. Seventeenth, yes. Yeah.
0: Thanks for reminding me. Oh, yeah, we got yeah. a great show. If you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, check out show coming up December seventeenth at Junction West, starring Mike Mello, good friend of the pod, and Mark Brady, also good friend of the pod. Shane's going to be doing something fun and weird.
1: Mm-hmm. I got to figure it out. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Is that
0: Junction West
1: Sunday the seventeenth? Find it on Instagram. Yep, Uh, And if you're in St. Louis, like I said, 15th, 16th at uh, Helium Comedy Club, it'll be Mark Brady and I there. It'll be fun. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, check us out. Follow us on Instagram. Well, until Uh,
0: then, uh, have fun. Stay safe. Listen to some sounds. Um, This has been Weird Science Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Shane. Peace. Peace.